Welcome, anyone and everyone listening out there. I'm Shaw. I'm Gibbs. She's trying to grow up. He's really not. And this is I Need a Date for the Wedding. Who's going to catch the bouquet? Who's going to catch the STI? You didn't ask, but you'll find out all that and more. Don't be shy. Because we're really not. You probably shouldn't be listening to this at work. I don't... I'm not really feeling this. I really, I don't really want to do this. Uh, what don't you want to do? I don't want to do an intro. So, so we're starting off our episode where you're saying you're not going to do an intro. Uh, why? Just there is too much work and it's boring, and I'm pretty sleepy. Intros do suck. I was looking up different templates to figure out how to do one that was fun and interesting and stuff, and I did find one guy who had pretty cool intros to his content, but you're not going to like it. I never like anything you say. Yeah, but we end up doing it. So, he's a pornographer. Naturally. And how he starts his videos, it's the same way every single time. Cut to this girl sitting on the bed fully clothed. And he's like, hey, how are you? I hate hate this. (laughs) Hey, how are you today? And she's like, yeah, I'm all right. Doing Mm -hmm. well, so on and so forth. And he says, what are we here to do today? And she's like, "Uh, to shoot some porn. He's like. How nervous are you? And they just go on in that vein for some time. I mean, how's that working out for him, though? Well, he's currently in jail for sex trafficking. So So a hero of yours. Shut the fuck up. You know what? Fuck it. I will do the intro. All right. I'll do it. Here we are. Hurt. Episode two. Mm -hmm. Two more episodes than we ever thought we would actually get done, I think it's fair to say. We're buckling down, as the kids say. I don't think any kids say that. But yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. Anywho. It's really odd how, of all the things in our lives that we've just completely not given a fuck about, yeah, this is the thing that we decided to take seriously. Yeah, don't make me think about it too much. No, actually, we are going to think about it. As a matter of fact, I think that's a good place to start. Uh, when did you realize it was time to really grow up? Because I'm, I'm 28 and you're 27. Yeah. yeah. Ah, this is the first time I've actually remembered your age. In the, in the it is years. pretty I'm, difficult. I'm like, We're pretty far apart in age. Yeah. Yeah. I finally, after three years of you saying that you're one year younger than me, I finally remembered it. Like, now. It won't last long. No, nah, probably not. Like I said, I'm 27. You're, you, you're no, 28. No. <laughs> you're 28. <laughs> that didn't last long at all. <laughs> that didn't last long at all. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 28. You're 27. I, Assume that we've both had that moment, that fucking lightning bolt. I can't do like Xanax anymore because every time I've been arrested, I was on Xanax. So I'm like done with that because I'm like fucking 27 now. I can't get arrested again. Yeah, it's different when I'm like 17, <laughs> right, 18. Seriously, I uh, I don't really have an answer for that. I guess I don't know. Was it graduating? No, mm. and I've I've graduated three different times. So. <laughs> <laughs> that moment if it did happen would you say it occurred before or after your decision to get engaged i feel like if it if it did happen maybe it's just been a bunch of things Mm -hmm. um it probably happened after i got engaged what about you did you have a did you have a specific moment where you were like oh it's, it's fucking time to grow up i've had many in my life that i've been able to ignore i say maybe 25 26 was when i had those moments that i could no longer mm-hmm. i think the first instance for me it was like college night at a local bar i was like fuck it there's gonna be like a lot of hot college you girls there, so i <laughs> need to dress up like i did back in college when i looked cool oh man and i put on this fucking outfit went in the mirror 
And I was like, you know what? I'm staying my ass at home <laughs> and doing some taxes or some shit. Something like age appropriate, because this is not the move. We're gonna so stay in like, bed reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need I need where's my nightlight? Because this I, this isn't working for I me. I need my reading glasses. <laughs> Holy fuck. I can't imagine. That. Let me let me paint the picture for you. Okay, right? paint it. When I looked in the mirror, I didn't look like <laughs> college me who could pull, who like rocked that i looked like a, a sad middle-aged man trying to recapture his youth yeah like, like college age people would like sidestep you to avoid. yeah this guy if i showed up at a party like that i'd look like oh this is obviously the the narc in the group he's, a, <laughs> he's the undercover cop in the yeah. group. <laughs> it just looked bad it looked bad and it looked sad the pants i could not button up <laughs> I couldn't button up the pants all the way, right? <laughs> like I, could, I couldn't button the pants all the way to the top. Now, keep in mind, the last time I wore that particular pair of pants was the night I tried to kill myself. And in looking at myself in the mirror, uh-huh. I wish I had finished the job. Because I was like, <laughs> like, I was like holy shit. You fucking dipshit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, it just looks sad. It looks sad. This is not how a person in his 20s should be looking uh this is how anyone should be fucking looking but i was like no yeah i'm 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 at once too young and too old to be looking like this yeah yeah i feel that so that was a heart-wrenching moment for me oh i'm sure it, it it really broke you yeah it did it did actually you know what one more lightning bolt holy fuck I'm old and need to actually act that way mm-hmm. moment was I realized I listened to the same music as my little brother, which is a little embarrassing because my little brother is 18 years old and I cannot listen to the same music as a fucking 18 year old kid. That's, that's a little weird, you know? It is. Um, so your little brother is 18. Yes. He's 18. Um, and you listen to the same same music as your little brother. Yes, I do. It's weird. But you don't mind fucking 18 year olds, you fucking creep. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't like this. So, in fact, <laughs> speaking of music, I'm going to take this opportunity to thank Olivia Kay and the Parkers for that, that wonderful intro music that uh, they supplied to us. Thank you. Yeah, they, they thank you so much. Yeah. We do appreciate you. God, what, what's next? What's next to talk about? I mean, speaking of children. Hey, wait, no, stop. Stop it. Stop it. They are all legal adults. Speaking in of children. <laughs> yes. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Well, when I was younger, I had like a lot of weird and eclectic ideas for what I wanted to be when I grew up. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. I was I was a weird kid who grew up to be <laughs> a weird adult. I wanted to I wanted to teach karate. Uh I wanted to work with snakes. Uh I wanted to work at Burger King. Uh-huh. That's a good place to work. Yeah. The benefits no, I, amazing. I, I'm pretty sure it's not. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. There's there's that. And I also wanted to be a writer. Which, when paired up with all of my other random and weird dreams, Mm -hmm. makes me feel like that's also fucking nuts as well. Because I've held on to that idea. But it's the most plausible for you as a person, I think. I have built my entire adult persona and image around... Burger King? No. (laughs) So yeah, I've like no, I want people to look at me and be like, yeah, you know, this guy, yeah, he's probably an English major. He has that look. Yeah. How about you? At the age of twenty-seven. There you go. You got, it. got it in <laughs> At one. the age of twenty-seven. Is 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 this where you thought you'd be by this point in your life? Like No, no. No. 
This isn't you who you thought you'd be at 27? No, yeah, it's not. no, for sure. Um, I didn't think I was going to fucking be a server at this mm-hmm. age. We're going to restaurant. It's not what I had planned yeah. on doing or what I had wanted, I guess. You you didn't go to school to learn how to be a server. Yeah, I didn't uh, get nah. six years of schooling for this. Mm-hmm. No. Fuck, man. Like, I, I definitely didn't as well. At the age of 28, I was supposed to be practicing law. Uh, mm-hmm. That was originally the plan. And then life took a different turn. And I ended up working in the service industry for five years. I don't think I've really thought about what, where I would be. What you'd be doing and yeah. stuff like that. Mostly the stuff I was going to have when mm. I, when I got older. Cause Makes I was, sense. didn't have a lot cause I have like 300 siblings. Mm. So I just, I wanted my own space. I wanted my own stuff. I was talking to one of my tables about how I'm not good at sharing. Mm. And they're like, well, you have a lot of siblings. You should be good at sharing. I was like, yeah, that's why I don't want to share anymore. <laughs> it's because I've had to share my whole fucking life. And they were just so surprised by that. Like, I was like, no, I'm, I'm like a very selfish person with my things and my time. And So what were some of the things that you thought you were going to have? I definitely, I grew up with dogs. So I definitely wanted to have a bunch of dogs and a mm. bunch of cats and a house, um, goats, yeah. Chickens, big old farm. That didn't you you know me like I don't have any of that now. <laughs> How about kids? Gross. Did you want kids? Nah, I'm with you. Fuck them. There's no mm. way I'm, I'm I'm popping a sucker out of here. But mm. um, yeah, don't want them. Of all the things you thought that you were gonna have, was my husband one of them? I don't really think so because mm. as a child who had witnessed divorce. It made me kind of cynical, so I was like, "Fuck love, you know, it's fuck, fuck that. I'm too good for that." And so I just like I dreamt of growing up and becoming a spinster. And if it wasn't for my fiance, I think I would still have that dream because I love the idea of being a spinster. That makes me so happy to think about because I, I love this person so much. I can't can't have that dream of mine anymore. So he ruined your dream. He did. <laughs> Like when I was younger, like that's what I wanted. And then in high school and like college and stuff, like before I met him, I wanted to be like an academic. I wanted to get my PhD and travel the world and like do research and stuff. And then I ended up fucking turning down my PhD because of him, because I'm like, I don't want to be away from this Mm. person. It's going to hurt me too much. It's going to hurt him too much. It's going to be too hard. And I just don't want it anymore. Do you regret that decision? Um, occasionally, yeah. Hmm. It it kind of like ebbs and flows in in regret. Yeah, I do. I'm not mad at the way that my life turned out. And in terms of where we're going in our lives, my career is the focus of that. Like wherever I get a job, he's content to move wherever, do whatever is necessary for me to get this job. But I don't know if I could have done a PhD because that would have required me to do two years of field work away from him. Let's talk more about your childhood. Nope. And how, no? No. Nope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's no, an executive no. veto on that one. <laughs> You're I, changing the topic this time? That's, I am. All right, Here all right. I am. Let's change topics yes. to something <laughs> else. Anything you, else. You don't, you don't want to talk about your childhood? Nope. This is a whole minefield for the both of us. It's a fucking minefield. <laughs> it's a fucking minefield um, and I'm done. Okay. No. Let's talk about school. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we shall. Uh, uh-huh. Such a happy thing for us both to discuss. Do you think your time in academia prepared you for life beyond academia? No. 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 You- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Fuck no. That's what that's the product they're selling. That's the promise that they sold us, though, is that you come to our school, you give us tens of thousands yeah. of dollars, and we will prepare you for the world beyond us. Yeah. Okay. So maybe if I could finish with like a bachelor's degree, mm. I could have maybe maybe confidently said yes about this but because i even i specialized even more like i got a master's degree so i focused Mm -hmm. even more on the niche subject that i was already fucking specializing in Mm -hmm. as an undergrad essentially spatial ecology on some arboreal mammals yes there's no way that this has prepared me. It has made me less inclined to think like how other people think. So no, man, it's just, it's not about that. Like I loved school, mm-hmm. but it for sure did not equip me for the real world. Like I remember, like I haven't gotten that many job interviews since I've graduated, but one of the mm-hmm. ones that I did, it was the, like the CEO of the, of the company. And then at the end, she's like, Oh, you seem like a typical academic. And I said, Oh no, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now I just don't even know how to talk to people about, about regular things. I'm like, I'm like 80 years old now. Cause I'm like, ah oh, man, you see that, see those clouds out today looks like there's a storm coming because like i don't know what else to talk about yeah, don't you feel so lame trying to talk to people about the weather yeah, like, I oh do, my god I like, this is the person i've made yeah. fun of my whole life yeah. now i am that person that's all i can talk to like, yeah man this weather we're having it's crazy right and inside i'll feel my inner child looking at myself with disgust yeah i know like, how about your fiance it just dawned on me that i never really asked you about his educational background um, in comparison to yours, he doesn't really have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, school's not really his thing. Yeah, he he tried, you know, but um, it's not for him, which is fine. Yeah, he, he kind of stopped going to school like after pretty much high school, but had a, attended a few college classes here and there. But it's just it's not really his thing. He's tried it a couple times and. It's not, not around. Yeah. And that's actually that's actually kind of interesting. Higher education might not necessarily be for him, whereas for you, you turned down a PhD program. Yeah. So I was reading this article earlier. It's by Acres. While I was probably swiping on some dating app. <laughs> um, you were, actually. <laughs> yeah. That is what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing their names right, but it's by Acres and Comb. Um, it's from 2018. One of the things that they basically mention is that highly educated and wealthy women are marrying and having children later in life while concurrently minimizing marriageable men at the lower end of the income inequality gap because of chronic unemployment, lack of education, incarceration, and substance abuse. Can you... Can you pay attention? Can you not swipe anymore? Can you can you focus? You, <laughs> I can't work just, with you. Just have <laughs> uh, what, what, what were you saying? Can you can you uh, condense that? No, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the word marriageable. That's all yeah. Basically, um, highly educated women find themselves just with the slew of men that are useless. <laughs> Essentially, they're uneducated because they've either been incarcerated, they have substance abuse problems, or because of just chronic unemployment in general, which uh-huh. is not to blame on a specific person, but on this entire economy yeah. at large. Has that caused any kind of tension in your relationship, that kind of disparity in your educational achievement? I think at the beginning it might have because 
he talked about like how much smarter he thought I was than he is, which I think is bullshit because I think there's so many different levels of intelligence. And he's kind of realized that there are things that I'm good at and there are things that I can't. And um, one of those things is just affiliative interpersonal interactions where he is knowledgeable in that. And he's knowledgeable in things that I'm not, but that doesn't make like either one of us any, any less smart. How about your, your peers, your academic peers and your mentors and such? Do they have, do, do you think they might disparage your choice in partners? Um, I had actually talked about this with my advisor, uh, um, because I, I, I was, I was considering like whether or not it would be better to date somebody in, in the field who matched me more at an education level. Um, but her partner is, is not college educated. And both of us feel like they do keep us grounded in, in these moments, especially when I was in grad school and I was so keen on being swept away in the magic of academia in this like closed circle. This is like magic to me. And I just wanted to be like them. And my partner was like, this is not how the real world operates. And I just, I had to step down from those high towers. So uh, what about you? What about you and your academic (laughs) experiences because they're Uh, like super different than mine yeah for our listeners what she means by that is i i dropped out of the same college twice (laughs) casually yeah yeah that was which is i think an achievement unto itself first time around i got to this campus extremely prestigious school filled with high achieving students very selective about the sort of people they let in Get to the school, have a major episode of depression, stop showing up to classes, try to kill myself. They're like, you know what? We probably should not subsidize this sort of behavior. So they took my financial aid and I left school because of that. I leave and I'm like, you know what? That was fun. I want seconds. So I like worked my Uh ass off to get back. Went through another sort of emotional crisis once I got back. Attempted suicide on campus again. School was like, yeah, you know what? This just isn't working. It's not working. <laughs> Let's take his financial aid from him again. <laughs> and so I dropped out a second time. Afterwards, you're like, yeah, you know what? We're not doing this a third time. So, <laughs> so I've been kind of languishing in limbo since then. Ironically, I'll say I do think that my experiences in academia did prepare me for life beyond it. It acclimated me to how fucking cold, uh-huh. how cold, yes, this world yeah. is. And for a lot of these colleges, it's an obstacle course mm-hmm. wherein it's not necessarily what you learn. It's that you display the capacity to learn and you display the capacity to persevere. And the fact that you're able to get through it is what's appealing for potential employers, for schools that you might be applying to hit like past that point. You know, you you walk onto this campus, there are all these resources available to you, but you don't have a guide, you don't have a map, you don't have anything. No, You just have to figure it out on your own. If you can figure it out, if you can figure out how to game the system, that speaks to some quality of you that other people would find appealing. So I did not get the degree from the institution, which is what I paid them for, right? Yeah, that's what you paid school for. I didn't get that degree. I didn't get the networking apparatus 
any of that. But I learned how to, I learned the importance of being able to work people. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking I, did, yeah. mate. Which will take you everywhere you want to go in life is learning how to work people. Uh, I hate people. You do. But I'm very fucking good at making them like me when uh-huh. I want them Yeah, to. when you need it. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when you need that skill. Yeah. Ironically, for someone who uh, did not graduate college, I feel like it has prepared me for the world beyond college. Well, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, You as someone who not only completed your bachelor's program, but went on to finish a master's program and then turned down a PhD, feel like that sort of specialization has not helped you. I'm just a fucking weirdo now. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I was like yeah. all about this stupid specialization that nobody gives a shit yeah. about. I'm abrasive. And I'm antisocial and I'm weird. And that's fine because I have the people I need in my corner. Well, sure, your field of study might be pretty specialized, but it Mm -hmm. sounds like that specialization has opened the doors for you to apply to some pretty cool jobs, though. I mean, yeah, I can apply to these jobs, but I'm not fucking getting these jobs. That is a fair point. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it is. You aren't getting them. No, I'm not. (laughs) That's why I'm here with you. So a a contributing factor, though, I am using you as a character reference. Why? I I am bewildered. I wouldn't use me as a character reference. To be fair, it's like super possible I was not entirely sober. Thank you. it's, it's, It's making sense now. Only someone who is under the influence would probably think that was a good idea. Um, what about you? What about your character references, though? Well, I don't apply to jobs that do thorough background searches. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really needed a legit character reference in quite some time. Okay. Uh, I guess if I were pressed, I would ask my uh, academic advisor. Is she is someone who's still, for some for some reason, that is beyond me, still has a, a glowing opinion of me as a human That's being. That's wild. Yeah. I don't know anybody who has a glowing opinion of you. No, no. Uh, so she she would definitely type up a pretty, well, as great a recommend letter of recommendation as an advisor can write for someone who dropped out of school twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. I think she would do her best. Uh, I told her about this idea. She's like, oh my God, I can't wait until this comes out. Let me know so I can support this. Not can be posted, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. Don't do that. <laughs> you actually have esteem within the academic community. Please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> I told my advisor I was doing this, and she was like, well, you do love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you reassured her by letting her know that uh, you are not using your actual name. Yes, people. Uh, Gibbs is not actually the name she was She was born with. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, Sean's not my given name either. It's uh, shame. <laughs> Gibbs is using alternative name, and so am I. Me because you know it's my stage name. Uh, Gibbs because she actually has hopes of gainful employment after this. <laughs> I mean, hopes. That's, that's yeah. The key hope, word. Hopes is the word. <laughs> uh, how about your advisor? You two? Do you think she would? Uh, she would write a. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. For mm, sure. For sure. She, I mean, she has for many things, for grants and grad school and jobs. Wait a minute. I read one, as a matter of fact. Like, yeah, fucking I, did, yeah. yeah I read a, a fucking letter recommendation that your advisor wrote for you. 
I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I think it was for a grant. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to read it. Yeah, I read it though. Yeah. You want to know what she said? No. So she said <laughs> that you were a very empathetic human being to the point that you cried yeah. while you were watching some nature documentary I am class. very in tune with emotions. Yes. That's what people would describe me as. No, I don't think anyone would. Well, what? she did, besides, didn't she? <laughs> besides her, I was like, man, this is, I never would have guessed. <laughs> sure. I'm, 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 maybe this is it. I'm just a soft bean. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she has that same tunnel vision for you that my advisor has for me. Duh. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. It's, hey, God bless them. They, they, <laughs> or, you know, they, they see the best in us. Yeah. When no one else will. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not even a little bit. I actually do have something that I could use as a letter of recommendation, even though it wasn't meant for that purpose. What is it? Uh, a psychologist I went to wrote an assessment of my uh, mental health. Okay. That, okay. Uh, <laughs> not a letter that, at all. Yeah. It really wasn't an endorsement of my mental health altogether. It was, yeah, I wouldn't uh, imagine it would be. <laughs> There's not much of an endorsement yeah, that could be made. Like, yeah, yeah this, this human being is of sound mind. Yeah, that, it wasn't that at all. There was first like this laundry list of like mood disorders and learning disorders, which was like, okay, that's fair. Nailed it. Got um, it. Yeah. And then, but she did also mention that, oh, you know, he's, he's, you know, Shaw's a really bright and gifted guy. So I was like, okay, that's, that's also fair. I'll mm. take that as well. But also throughout it, she mentioned how attractive she found me. It's weird like, and also a lie. <laughs> she came back to it. It, was, it wasn't just a one-off thing. She just kept returning to it throughout the throughout the paper. She was like, yeah, he's fucked up, but he's also really bright. And also, he's kind of hot. And I was like, got a banging what? bud. You're a professional. Like, yeah. <laughs> you do this for a living. The school paid you to do this. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The school actually paid her to, to write that shit, which I loved. Um, yeah. yeah. It was uh, it, it worked out for me in the end though. It wasn't a glowing endorsement of my mental health, but fuck it. it oh, was, the school gave me a bunch of drugs though. Yeah, speaking of just like your mental health and yes. stuff, this is really important. It. Such as it is. Yeah, don't kill yourself. Ah, that's that's very touching. I'm, gl- I'm glad. Let you- me let me finish. Oh, okay. Don't kill yourself until at least after we go to Disney World. No promises there. I can't. <laughs> Just fucking think think of me for once in your life. Stop being uh, so selfish. No promises, okay? But I will try. This is this is this is ridiculous. I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> I uh I think we're done here. Yeah, I think so too. And as for you, you uncouth degenerates, you dirty bitches, you no good chuckleheads, you babbling bumbling band of baboons who listen to this whole show, you should go wash your ears out with soap. But before you do, don't forget to subscribe. We would say write a review, but we all know our generation is far too lazy for that. I wouldn't. Well, I, I guess that's the end of the show then. Now go fuck off. Mm-hmm.